time for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, identical twins who swam the placental waters together and have navigated life as identical individuals. At childhood, the brothers shared clothes, a room, and birthdays, thus fortifying their bond. Nevertheless, their differences became apparent. While Jose and Angel love country, family, and rock and roll, they rarely see eye to eye. The only constant is their unique alliance and rivalry. They may have shared the room, but they don't share opinions. And welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And Jonesy's in the background trying not to sneeze. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're back. Thanks again. Another week, another podcast. Here we are broadcasting from Theo Luis's Garage, another podcast that is available on www.twintalkcast.com. And oh, and on iTunes, because we're iTwins, just look for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you know what? We had an awesome week. I know I had an awesome week because we went this week and we went to an awesome event, Angel and I. We took part in, if you, if you have been listening uh, the past month or so, we've been promoting um, with, uh, We've event. been bringing you Sammy's Autism Fact because he's the ambassador for Autism Speaks LA and he's been calling in with an Autism Fact. So check out our, 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 uh, our archives. Our archives. And he's been telling us about this car show that we were at yesterday and it was firme. You yeah, guys you know, should have been there if you weren't. You know, Sammy, his name is Sammy Reese uh, from, uh, from Autism Speaks Los Angeles. We, um, I said that already. Yeah, but you didn't say his last name. I want to make sure he gets props. Sam, you, okay? got, you got all the props, huh, Holmes? So here it is. You're going to hear was him a later car on. <laughs> It was a car show benefiting autism and essentially kicking off the month because in April is Autism Awareness Month. So, you know, we, we started off a little bit early at Charter Oak High School in Covino where there was bombas and there was Charter lowriders. Choke. <laughs> Charter <laughs> I was talking, Edmund Robles was there yesterday. Hey, I got to give props to all my people from Baldwin Park that went over there and supported the cause. Uh, I'll give you guys all a shout out later, but Edmund Robles, I says, hey, bro, didn't you guys, because you know, he's one of the jocks, right? Didn't you guys from BP, the high school? You right, the to? guys that didn't used to talk to us before? Well, he did. He did. He, uh, he was cool, Peter. Edmund Robles is a good, good, yeah, good, peaceful yeah. man. Edmund, I said, hey, brother, didn't, didn't our school used to play him? And he's all, yeah, we used to call him Charter Choke. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what happened. We were at the right event. On. There was food. There was there was rucas and jainas, and there was cars and motorcycles. And all the great people we met. Thank you so much to come coming for to our booth and introducing yourselves. We're happy. We're so happy that you you came by and. Please continue to listen, and um, we'll give you some shout-outs. Yeah, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel was there. We were present there. We actually had a cool... There was presents? <laughs> we had a cool photo. I didn't get a present. We had a cool... I got a nice little flag and a little button. We had a cool photo a booth puzzle. set up. And uh, if you go to our Facebook on Twin Talk Show, you'll see uh, postcards, uh, uh, email postcards. What do you call those, brother? Uh Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, we have a customized photo booth. So wherever we're at, we're going to host a photo booth with our customized free. logo. People free. come up and take pictures. And and right on the spot, you can email it to your friends and family and post them on Facebook. And see them on your, on your, on your smartphone if you have one of those smart-ass phones. And uh, it's pretty awesome. It's cutting-edge technology, and only Twin Talk with Jose and Angel have it. And you know what? Uh, so and go on our Facebook. And check of, the yeah, go to our Facebook because because we posted a, a whole bunch of them on there now. But they're not 
regular pictures. They're slideshows. Only the way our photo booth can do it. Check them out. Yeah, check them out. But you know what? We have a great show coming Wait up. Wait up. Before we continue, though, go on there and click on Click to See More, and it'll bring you to our photo album where we have... Uh, uh, more postcards and more pictures, and so and and you see website. all the cool people that were there taking pictures, and uh, we yeah, were there. You, you know who was cool was Clarissa. She was there with her hamster. His name was Luis. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we met a hamster named Luis. We thought it was fitting because after all, we're broadcasting from Theo Luis's garage. So what are we going to have on the show? We today, have a bro? badass show today. Okay, okay. What we're going to do, obviously, because we were at that car show event, we're going to be. Um, uh, I'm gonna. We have a little segment because well, we interviewed some people while we were there. And, the uh, Cholo DJ man, he was bringing down the firme rolas, and he's a cool cat. You're gonna dig him. Yeah, and we also interviewed Sammy and 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 Pam, Pam. from from uh, from from Autism Speaks. We sp- we spoke to Lori and and uh, Jane from other organizations, and you're gonna hear really cool interviews, lots of fun, a lot of energy. Another thing we have very special guest, Aaron Aguilera. Forgive me. Aaron Aguilera, world wrestler. Okay, he's a professional wrestler. He comes goes by different names. He was with WWE. His name was Jesus, and he was a hardcore kid. As you know, when he fights fights independently, also he fights for the All Japan Pro Wrestling League. He goes under Zodiac. Look him up. The guy is big, bad, and tough. WWE, but he's got an amazing story, brother. Okay, what's that? He was you've heard, as of course everyone's heard of the biggest. Uh, hurricane, the biggest earthquake that rocked Japan. Okay. Okay. He was out Kiss. there. He was wrestling. Oh, they haven't been there in a while. <laughs> <laughs> he wrestles. He's wrestling, and he's out there touring with his partners in, in the wrestling league and All Japan Pro. Uh-huh. And they were, dude, stranded in a tour bus. They thought that, dude, they thought they were going to die. It was. That they scary. were stuck out there. Yeah. Yeah. The wrestlers were. Yeah. But he's, but he's going to tell us a story about that. It's really did they, cool. Did they do the fist pump on it and say, I'm going to power drive you down if you don't let me home? You know, Hulk Hogan wouldn't have been scared. He would have he would have kicked ass. He would have kicked ass. Out of I'm it. just kidding. Jesus, Zodiac, and Hardcore no, Kid. No, I want to hear that. I want to yeah, hear we, what, I could hear the, 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 the machine going, What is that? That thing that measures that measures. radioactivity. Oh, the Geiger counter. There you go. The Geiger counter. Uh, so let's go on, brother. Go Give out your shout-outs. Okay. I want to say hello to Hussein. Hey, bro. It was great to meet you. I'm glad you stopped by. Yeah, Hussein. Nice to meet you at the booth uh, yesterday. Yeah, Hussein. Uh, or oh, Sunday. Uh, yesterday. Uh, Sunday. 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 And uh, a lot of people that I haven't seen in a long time showed up. Deanna Boggs. Hey, Deanna. Hilario Hernandez. What's up, Hilario? Grace Vargas. It was she so, was very nice, so yes. nice to see you and take a picture nice. with you. Mm-hmm. Irma, Rosa, and Norma Castro. Nice. The lovely sisters. Their, uh, their son, Emiliano. Of course, Sammy Rees. Ozzy, what's up, Holmes? Uh, Ernie Chaz. What's up, Todd Ernie? Allen. Uh, Steve Crumley. Hey, man. What's up, Crumley? Don't lose that great smile, man. If you do, uh, you know, put a sign up, you know, lost my smile, and we'll, we'll make sure you get it back, Holmes. Okay, uh, Maria Marino and Tina Van Winkleman. Tina, yeah, they're like twins, too, the uh, two of them. Uh-huh. They should have their own show. Laura Mancini, Kathy Armenta. Kathy Armenta, great to see you, what man. What happened to your shoes, homegirl? Hey, that was so good to see her, but her name, she, her, 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 I guess. Urias. 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 But we know her as Kathy Armenta. Yeah, back in the day when she had no shoes. <laughs> Laura Mancini, and a special, special hello to Clarissa. 
and the hamster Luis. You guys check out the uh, our Facebook profile, and you can see the slideshow of them too. And click on the on the link to go see the more pictures. And you know what? Let's say a good shout out also to Emiliano, the you know the whole car car show event that started out because Sammy Reese has a bleeding heart for everyone, but it was the impetus was Emiliano, mm-hmm. uh, a boy who lives like they say in in, in the spectrum of uh-huh. autism, uh-huh. and uh, he is he's a cool kid. He's a cool kid. Yeah. It was he for his really nice. It was in his honor, for but his for, age, but for really a cause. Hit. And you know they had they gave trophies as you know for for the best cars and stuff, and they also had Emiliano's pick, which I thought which I thought oh was cool. really yeah. Yeah. I didn't notice that one. Yeah. Sort of like the Grand Marshal pick. On which the, one the did Parade. he pick? He picked that badass uh, Chevelle. Charcoal gray oh. with, the, with the like the newer version of the Krager rims yeah, and the yeah, hot yeah, rod. Yeah, yeah, really it. badass, dude. Good really choice, like, Emiliano. Yeah, real good choice. Good I like that green station wagon. Yeah, it was for sale. That one was really cool. It was like a '66 uh, Impala or I, whatever. It was awesome. I'm like, I could imagine pulling in backwards at the drive-in with that. Like, <laughs> pull the da- tailgate out. I was wondering. I wanted to check make what some they were... tortas right there and sell them. I'm... Hey, I got tortas over here. I wanted to check what they were <laughs> what they were asking for because I'd like to have a, something I could work on, you know. Yeah. You know. But anyway, we need to move on. We need to we need to move on to the current events. So, hey, Jonesy, are you over there? Can you come back from the other side of that ice chest? I'm always here. I'm always here. I love. Hi, Jonesy. Hey guys. Hey, Hi, baby let's see. Girl. Let's have you lean, lean in a little bit. These are very um, quiet microphones, so we have to be really close to them so that they're nice and crisp. So I'll say hello. Hello. There we go. Hey, Jonesy, how was your week? Oh, it was good. Hey, you know what? We we dropped the ball. We didn't send you the press release about the car no. show. We totally <laughs> dropped the ball. I told my brother yesterday. No. Oh my gosh, you didn't get the press. Next event, we're working on another event. Mm-hmm. Please forgive us. Of yeah. course, you're going to be part of that event. Sure. Okay. I mean, as long as I'm off, and it just so happens I was off yesterday. Well, I already have some <laughs> potential dates. I'll let you know, but uh, so you can hopefully work it out, okay? Because some really cool events, and if, come on, it's Jonesy. Of course. You know, so what's going on in and, the world? And you know what? There's a, there was a, 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 did you see the picture on Facebook, the young girl, Deja? She was in front of the mic with the, your headphones on it. She was, Shame on you guys! Yeah, I know, but you should have like so had cute. a picture of me there. She's like, a, <laughs> like you should have had a picture with the headphones attached. Like you ain't got nothing on Jonesy. Uh-huh. She d- there is a picture of her with her headphones somewhere, isn't there? Uh-huh. We'll find it. Yeah. But anyway, let's go Definitely. to current events. What's going on? Current events. McKinney, Texas. Y'all know I hate Texas. McKinney, <laughs> you hate Texas. I love Texas. I hate Texas. I'll say it over and over again. I love Texas. Never been to Texas, but I've met a few. Texans. We got to go to Austin, brother. It rocks. I know. Yeah. But you'll probably be late to the flight. But um, bump. Go on, <laughs> Jonesy. You know what? I know. I know, Jonesy. I know why Jose has this late anxiety, and and two things. And uh, he has a couple of conditions: late anxiety and uh, and uh, having to have the last word. Because, because <laughs> well, first of all, he wasn't born last, and second of all, uh, you I know, I was born on my own time. Because you know. Um, I, I was, you know, it was Jose. Oh, cute! And then all of a sudden, an angel was born. Orale, twins! Uh, <laughs> I stole your thunder, bro. Okay, whatever. so you you always have to have your last word. Okay, okay, go on, Jonesy. Current so back events. to uh, me hating Texas. In McKinney, Texas, I got a couple stories out of Texas today. Actually, okay, let's I hear hate it. them so much. I like to laugh at them. Let's hear it. McKinney, Texas. Um, you know, death is always a very sad thing. It's always hard to deal with. Yes, of course. So. The Turrentine Morrow Jackson Funeral Home has got the solution. Okay. Would you like a Frappuccino? 
Oh. Wait. Selling frappuccinos. They there? have acquired a license from Starbucks to sell Starbucks, Starbucks? in the funeral home. Oh, you're kidding. Yes. So they okay. can have baristas? They actually have a cafe in the funeral home. <laughs> and and uh, I want to get the urn venti, please. Right? Like, <laughs> can I get my, like, urn shaped in, a, <laughs> in the shape of one of your cold cups? Forget the powdered sugar. Throw the little ashes in there, too. <laughs> so what's the name of this joint? It's called the Turrentine Morrow Jackson Wait a second. Funeral Home. Did you say joint? I said over. <laughs> Turrentine Marrow? Exactly. Where you Mar- stab Mar- him, Mar- we slab him, and we got baristas, too, baby. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> do you tip them? <laughs> that's a good point and mm-hmm. and you don't want no like happy songs when they throw a tip down you and, know something? and that's another thing like you know Starbucks they always play that mellow good me- music kind of folk you know? music like it's a beautiful morning, morning. no it's not <laughs> if you're in a funeral home it's usually not a beautiful morning at Maybelline morning. just passed away you're singing a beautiful morning oh yeah so oh gosh well, you know what? That's the thing. Starbucks said that they wanted to be like McDonald's in every corner, and that was their goal. And now, I mean, they're, they're, they're going beyond McDonald's. They're in every grocery store. They're everywhere. They're in funeral homes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're at the church I used to go to. I mean, it's like, dang. Funeral homes want to be in every corner. Devil. And you know what? Uh-huh. You know what? I, I, I'm not going to diss Starbucks, but I prefer not to pay that much money for a, a cup of joe because I don't use the whole the whole. Frap and everything in oh, okay. it. I just straight cup of Joe. Yeah, I, I go there. I'm every not gonna. Day. Pay, I'm not gonna I, pay four dollars for I, that. I go every day. I, I go to Mickey D's for for coffee. I'm not a coffee person though. You know, I'm a like chai latte soy light sugar and spice and everything nice. Yeah, I know, baby. <laughs> All right, wait, what's okay, next? So let's beat that one. Florida. I mean, the best news comes out of Ohio and Florida. Uh huh. I love it. Panama City, Florida. Camisa uh, Smith, as if that name is not telling of enough. Camisa? Camisa. Smith? <laughs> Doesn't Camisa mean shirt in Spanish? <laughs> yeah, but no, it's not it's Camisa? Camisa? K I M E S A. It's Camisa, man. Camisa Smith. A bikini clad woman attacked the Burger King workers. I saw it. <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. Well, Did that you her see name it? was Camisa? <laughs> yeah. Miss Camisa well, forgot her Camisa on Facebook or I'm not on Facebook on YouTube. The video you can call you can find it in her Panama City BK bra- brawler, dude. Oh. And hey, dude, angry black woman like the movie. Yes, on like, the counter in a bikini. No way. Oh, throwing stuff. <laughs> throwing stuff. What was she mad about? Oh, she was, was her she... meal, according to what she was quoted. Who as cares? Saying, it was funny. Before <laughs> the BK up, I don't play no games because her food took 20 minutes. So she took off her clothes and jumped. No, on the she counter. was in a bikini, Panama City, Florida. Oh, that's spring right. Spring break. Well, and she was a Hafa, like big hips and I all mean, that. Yeah. Oh, definitely. She was big booty. Oh, she had back. They, she, they, she was they southern. Had back. <laughs> <laughs> she had back on her, and she she had attitude. Them. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, and I guess the cops were trying to arrest her, and she was like, "You can't touch me. You can't no. touch me." I could just see her, you know, shaking uh, her head, shaking her butt, shaking her ass, snapping her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what was what was what was the name of that song? Um, Baby got back. Sir Mix a lot. Is that what it's called? Yeah, baby got back. Oh my gosh. So yeah, uh, she apart, reportedly nobody was hurt. Um, she did get some misdemeanor charges, but she was throwing around napkin holders, throwing stuff, chairs at them. Her and her um, ghetto ass friends. Oh, I'm sorry, I can say that on this radio, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, it it, it it apparently got other people going. I, yeah, I, I just me, go ahead. Go no, ahead. no, no, no. All I know is if I would have been there. 
I would have been the black person in the corner laughing. <laughs> because I'm not the stupid one. <laughs> Baby got back. Maybe she was maybe she had a headphones on and she was listening to You messed up my Burger King. Now I want to going- know mayonnaise. <laughs> Next time I'm going to McDonald's. He tore that BK up. <laughs> I want a whopper. Because I don't play that. <laughs> oh, honey, what was her name? Camisa. Camisa's Smith. big old butt. She's waving it on the Burger King counter. <laughs> Oh my they God. got a new one. It's called the BK butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I mean, as if the BK butt was not bad enough. Uh-huh. Once again, take On- us back to Texas. Uh-oh. <laughs> a little taste of Texas. In Waco, Texas, Lakita Evans. So uh, we've what? got <laughs> Kamisa Smith. Okay, now, I, I'm sorry, folks. And not to diss, but I mean, they, they sound pretty African-American to me. What are you trying to say? I'm trying to say that Lakita is African American, like Jose is Hispanic. What American. he's trying to say is, please stop making up your own. Name. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sorry, I have really big issues with this. Like they do, huh? Don't take a name and change it ten times till it's not readable, and then say I was being unique. But no, they always start. You were being illiterate. But you know how they start? They start with like utilizing the big gas guzzler cars, like the Marquis. Mercedes and the Mercedes and they go like Mars. Hey, Mar- uh, Mar- hey everybody, everybody, chill. You gotta be, you know, be like us Mexicans. You know, Chucho, Cuco. <laughs> we shorten names. Yeah, we're we're yeah, like, practical. Like, like but, na- but you uh, still get a name. No, we no, names. our name, our name was, and then and no. then we lower it because we're like. Pepe. <laughs> no, but it's like we start off with like Jose Fartiz Dominguez de los Torres, blah, 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 blah. And then, like, forget that. My name's Pepe. Yeah. And then, uh, Maria, I, de la to- Maria de la Torre. I got you beat. You guys know how many people I know, how many girlfriends I've got with the middle name Lynn? Like, is that like the default it's a middle southern name? Thing. It's a southern <laughs> no, thing. No, it's not a southern <laughs> really? thing. I mean, Arizona, California, Tracy Maine. Lynn Mary. Hey, I'm yeah. glad you brought this up. We were talking about this this weekend. You know, when. I think it's typically moms that give the little the middle name. It's mom can't make up her mind, so she gives the second name and she calls it a middle name. <laughs> you think about it, you know, mom just uh, dad's like, yeah, yeah, go for it. Look, look at kid is me. They're dale. like the football game is on. Just hurry up, sign the paperwork. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> All right, so oh, what's wait, next? that was my dad. I'm sorry. No, um, okay. So like I said. Sh- said Lakita Evans. <laughs> I would call this a Jonesy sesh. <laughs> you session, baby. <laughs> You're session, babe. Lakita Evans of Waco, Texas. Isn't that where they had a big, huge fight? Like um, gun brawl a couple years ago? That was like, about 12 years ago. The, the compound. The, it was the um, David Koresh compound, and there was a standoff. Those were and the crazy... Um, th- that was uh, Janet Reno's, the Attorney General's very first trial when uh, Bill Clinton... Uh, appointed her as attorney general. They were a cult, right? They were a cult. Okay. What does Janet Reno and the president have to do with anything with, you know, okay. just say it was well, where that cult was? Well, because I'm putting it in context. Okay, well. <laughs> Anyways, what happened is they they batter-rammed the place and firebombed it. There and people you go. Died. Get right to the meat okay, and potatoes. So obviously, Waco, Texas has gone very far from their um, cult religious days because, okay. uh-huh. drum roll, oh. this week... 
the restaurant Fat Ho Burgers has opened up. <laughs> Fat Ho Burgers? Dig it. You mean Fat Ho? Fat Ho. F-A-T-H-O <laughs> Burgers. Fat Ho Burgers. Lakita Evans opened this restaurant, um, basically spoofing from the movie. I don't know if you guys ever saw it. Fat Girls no. with um, Monique. And it's a pretty funny movie, you know, stereotypical black people. Fat movie. Ho Hamburgers? Yeah. But Fat Ho Burgers open, and you can get dishes like um, Sloppy Ho Brisket. Hey, dude, that <laughs> other girl, what was that other girl's name with the bikini? <laughs> Camissa? She's got to get a Back Ho Burger. <laughs> and um, a Super Dupa Fly with cheese. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, supposedly they're catching a lot of flack from a gospel cafe and bookstore that's down the street. And, you know, in her defense, she just says, it's a joke. It's just if you open a rock and roll themed restaurant and you have an Elvis burger or a Kiss burger or anything, you know, it's just, oh, well. Well, why not? Like, what is it? Um, uh, It was a big deal when they had what you call it. Um, um, Hooters when they first started out oh uh, here it is here it is it's something about the way I rock the microphone the ladies in the place wanna take me home stretch me out well it's supposed to say I'm a hoe this is Houdini's I'm a hoe <laughs> go on next one you should have put some ludicrous use a hoe oh <laughs> that's a good one anyways yeah so fat hoe here it is I'm oh, sorry <laughs> have a hoe you know I'm a hoe so when we do our Texas trip or the next time I road trip across country, I will definitely go out of my way to go to, to take a house? picture there and eat. Yeah. Oh, go. I mean, that's just one of those things. It's like Graceline, you know, burger. you got to take pictures there. Yeah. I have to just. It's I'm going like, to take my my daughters to the I'm a whole have burger restaurant. Fat whole burger and skinny skank <laughs> fries. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? You know what comes in the Happy Meal? Uh, those those fake tattoos, tramp stamps. <laughs> the one I get it, I get it. Okay, were you laughing at or with? Well, I have a tram stamp, so that kind of made me. Oh, sad. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of just like, wow. Let's Sorry, Joe. You do? <laughs> Sorry, Jones. Okay, let's get a picture of it, baby. We'll put okay. it on Facebook. Yeah, Lastly. we're gonna post it, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna share uh, my uh, uh, Jonesy's uh, tram, tram stamp. stamp. Um, lastly, Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Love this guy. I love him too. Oh, he got abducted by UFOs. (laughs) In his book, Red, Uh not like I read a book, R-E-D, My Uh Uncensored Life in Rock. Uh-huh. Um, basically, he said he was abducted by aliens, which I believe it. I, I have a hard time believing that theory, but but you know what? Sammy Hagar is pretty he legit. Is, I mean, he's out there. I like him. <laughs> you know? I like him a lot. He's pretty legit. He's happy. He's a happy rocker. He plays great music. Please, he's got a please cool bar. Please don't put on a song. Come on. Please. Uh, come on. It's rock and roll. Sammy Hagar. Anyway, 125, whatever, 55. So, yeah. so so what is he saying? Basically, he's saying um, he may have been manipulated in some way by a force not of this earth. Um, basically, he's just saying that he believes in God, and he believes in aliens, and he believes in Elvis. I mean, really? <laughs> I, I'd say he was abducted. That's a pretty stupid <laughs> sentence in itself. Um, but yeah, he says that, you know, he, he says, basically, believe me, we're not the only ones and we're think you know, people think he's the crazy one, but you know, there's people out there. You know, there's plenty, they have, they have discovered, uh, many, um, uh, up to 23 different solar systems where, 
the planet. There's a planet at just the right distance from the sun as Earth is so that it's got ideal conditions for life forms. They're out there, those those solar systems. So, but my, how do they get here, man? I'm not saying they're here. I don't say. I mean, I'm not saying shit. they're here. But but the possibility of life forms in another, in, you know, in space, of course. Vente, mijo, vente a la, a la ranfla. Let's go to Earth. <laughs> we'll just we'll just cross the border. I see no más. And the, the thing is, the thing is this: that they've been the Mexicans are doing it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just cross the atmosphere. <laughs> the thing is this: the thing let's is, go get the 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 space. Coyote. <laughs> what do they call a migra in, in, in space? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I was like, is that a joke? I'm waiting for the post. Star Wars, Reagan, Star Wars. I don't, I don't know. know. But you know, hey, here's the deal. Here's the deal. They, the fact is that those solar systems are older than our solar system. So if we are, if we've been here for a certain amount of millions, how do they years, know that? That's a good point. <laughs> Come on, that's true. How do they know that? Oh, they just happened to witness a, a you know birthday what? party. It's all math. Of Saturn the other it's day. It's all math. It's math. <laughs> it is. It's Somehow or another, it's math. It's math. Okay, I'll tell you how they know then. How the Mayan calendar? But the Mayan calendar has us ending at 2012. But next you know, year, who's no. to say that's not the end of our world and the, the beginning the, of another world? <gasps> the mathematics. Here's my theory. You want to know what it is? Okay. At no, 20, I don't. 2012. Don't, I don't want to know what it 20, is. 2012. The reelection, or it's a campaign year. So it's going to be the end of the so-called Obama change. We're going to go back to normalcy, back to real government. That's all I got to say. Uh, Jose, let me On to the new news. <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you something, Jose. We got, it's well, been status quo since the... Not according to Obama's status administration. Quo. It's, it's status quo. Anyways, one more and we got to go. One more. This is the last one. For all of you... Hmm... Facebook losers. I didn't say that. Loud. Um, but no, our, fa- our friends are Facebookers. No, no, no. You know, but the Facebookers, you know, single guy, mid 30s, sits in his house watching TV, Play, playing, playing video, video games, games online all day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a new company called Cloud Girlfriend, which basically has fake statuses and you can be in a relationship with them oh and no God. one will ever know. Oh, so like another Facebook page yes. that says they're in relationship with you yes oh, <laughs> and i mean can you think about how much money they're going to make over this stupid idea oh, it's like gosh. those i i don't get it in other words there'll be somebody that'll put up a facebook saying that they're in a relationship with you this new service allows you put users up a facebook or put up a profile. profile a profile to create the perfect girlfriend who will write on your facebook wall and otherwise make her oh, ghostly presence so you social could, media. But, but, so you could pay me to be your facebook lover totally angels a facebook gigolo i could be a f- this is what the site says Step one, define your perfect girlfriend. Step two, we bring her into existence. Step three, connect and interact with her publicly on your face, favorite social network. Step four, enjoy a public long-distance relationship oh my with God. your perfect public. Everything's public, public. I, I, wonder, I think that's a brilliant idea. There's a lot of people But will you take that, pictures with her? That's a key. As in, uh, uh, people, it's all about posting pictures. That's what pictures. Photoshop is for. Uh, it's too much work. Will they um, do the work? They probably will. See, that's Give them they, a little time. A little bit of time. And there's probably a market for it because there's a lot of people out there that, that uh, don't have the opportunity or are, are shy or timid or something. And if it, ro- you know, if it rocks your world, go for it. Well, you know what as I got to say. it's moral and ethical now. You know, what what I got to say is that. Or or get a pet. Oh, you got to just come to our show. I, I mean, our events. 
and come to our photo booth, take pictures with us, and post it on Facebook. Awesome. You can say all you want. Wow. Yeah. So Listen to the Twin Talk Show. Come to events. Take pictures with me. I'll pretend to be your girlfriend. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> so is that our current events? That is it for today. All right, Jonesy. Thank you very much. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Hey, Aaron Aguilera from WWE and all this other stuff. He's an awesome wrestler, and he's on the phone with us right now. Aaron, how you doing? Thanks for being on Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. This is Jose and Angel. What's up, brother? What's up, man? Doing good. How you guys doing? We're good. Hey, Aaron, this is Angel. Just wanted to tell you, brother, I'm glad you're back, but we got you on the phone because... You know, we don't have radioactivity suits here in Theo Lisa's garage, Holmes. <laughs> so we had to call you, Holmes. Yeah, we didn't. We, we 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 wanted to invite you here, but we got families to go home to, and we just, you know, we don't have the possibility of having babies in the future. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right, right. I understand, man. You don't want no harm going out of your ass, man. I understand. <laughs> so, hey, tell us a little bit about yourself, Aaron. Tell us, so our listeners get a little brushed up on on who you are and what your background is. Uh, basically, man, I, uh, I'm just some tall, lanky kid from Orange County, California, man. Just uh, all my life, just getting in trouble, uh, you know, just uh, wearing the white beater and the Chuck Taylors and the Dickie Shorts, you know, just messing around. I was raised by my grandmother, man. Didn't have not a lot of money, you know, growing up. Only had one TV in my house. And just, you know, just a poor kid from Orange County, just a little skater dude. And um, you know what, man? Ever since I was a kid, I just loved pro wrestling, man. I love Lucha Libre. I love just the ultra violence of the of the Rudos and the Technicos and All the right. throwing the throwing the beer bottles in the ring and hey, the Chironis hey, at the bad guys. Hey, <laughs> hey, who's your favorite? Who was your favorite mascarado? My favorite is Dr. Wagner, man. To me, he just he gets the crowd going the best. His voice, just the way his crowd presence, his persona, right the way he carries himself. I just I, I love him. Of course, of course, Ray Ray Mysterio. He's he's you know Ray Mysterio. Yeah, favorite, you know he's the bomb. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he, he actually, when I was at WWE, he was really cool to me, man. He was one of the few, a lot of guys have big egos, you know, big heads. He, he was one of the few guys that really was cool to the younger guys and took time to get to know us and, uh, you know, ask if we ever need anything and helped us and, and taught us certain moves and certain things, you know, certain etiquette in the locker room. You know, he was always really cool. Awesome. Man. Awesome. So, so yeah. now, for, so our listeners will know, you are, uh, you, and you, you, you fight or wrestle independently under the name Zodiac. I'm right. Well, at, independently, I usually I, I use Aaron Aguilera or the hardcore kid independently. But when I'm in Japan, they call me the Zodiac. Okay. You know, it's Japanese. They're kind of crazy, man. They got, they got me in a big old giant like eight foot cross <laughs> out to the ring, a big old nice sack on my head. You know, <laughs> so under du- and stuff and and under <laughs> WWE, you were Jesus. I was Jesus. I was uh, Carlito's bodyguard. You got to be a really good fan to remember me. I was only on for a second, but uh, I did have a big feud with John Cena, and um, and I was uh, Carlito that got the big afro. You people usually remember him. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. Jonesy's over exactly who that is. Jonesy's over here nodding her head. She knows exactly who that is. She was to watch it. Yes, I did. Right, who's, who's Jonesy? Oh, oh, sorry. Jonesy's our producer here. She does our current events, and she's uh, she's the bomb. Okay. Pretty kick-ass. Okay, I wrestled okay, cool, in high right. school, so hey, that's when I watched it. Let me it. tell you how kick-ass she is, okay? She's a petite. What, right. what are you? Five, uh, four, 60 inches, I'd like to say. 60 inches tall. Dude, in high school, she wrestled against uh, in the boys' team. Really? Yeah, and she's a petite. Wow, that's impressive. Yeah, she kicked ass. But uh, yeah, but you know what, Holmes? She's not glowing like you are now. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in all seriousness, um, uh, all pro, all pro Japan uh, wrestling. 
um, WWE and also independently. So you're a big guy, and 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 recently you were in Japan with uh, in a bus full of other wrestlers uh, touring Japan. And uh, briefly, t- uh, this was this happened during the biggest earthquake in Japan history, and you were there. Tell us yeah. about it. We just we, we landed in Tokyo, and then we tore up and down the country of Japan. And it just so happened, you know, I've done this about 30, 40 times now. We landed and I uh, did a few shows, and then we had a, a big show up in Sendai. And it was right. about a six-hour drive from Tokyo. And, um, you know, we, we had just paid we had just paid the toll booth to get into the city of Sendai. Wow. And, man, you can say the rest is history, man. 9.0, the fifth biggest earthquake in the history of the world, so, man. So, yeah, <laughs> you... I was right in the middle of it. Yeah, and, and so you were in the tour bus. Now, are we talking those big, like, charter buses that fits, you know, so many people? Yeah. Now... Yeah, and, one, of, one of those big, nice luxury buses. But still, when you got 30 big-ass, you know, pro wrestler dudes, it ain't, you know, it ain't that big, you know? <laughs> How'd it feel? what did it feel like? <laughs> Bro, it was, it was crazy, man. It wasn't, like, really... It was really, like... The thing that was the scariest, man, was it was so long. It was like four minutes long, you know? Wow. And, and uh, at first, I thought we had a flat tire, you know, because the bus driver pulled to the side, and I felt a little vibration. I thought, oh, man, we got a flat tire. We're going to be late to the show. Right. And then as the bus stopped, it was the ground was still shaking. The ground was still moving. And then all of a sudden, the bus went to like two wheels. We were on two wheels for a Holy second. Holy moly. Yeah, so, so I could got, got up in the middle of the aisle, run up and down the aisle. And say, I don't know what I was going to do, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I could picture like uh, how many wrestlers were in there in that bus with you? Uh, there was like, including like we had a couple trainers and a couple uh, right. referees and stuff, and we had about about twenty eight dudes on the bus. Twenty eight dudes at about two hundred and eighty pounds apiece. So when the bus rocked right. to the right, everybody leaned to the left, and when the bus leaned to the left, you guys leaned to the right. Right, yeah, it's actually funny. We have we have a couple of sumo wrestlers, like a couple of five hundred pounders. And we were screaming at them. No, so we were up on the right side. We were screaming, go on the other side, man. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it, you know, it was a terrible, a terrible event for everybody. You know, but what happened after that? I mean, you were stranded in the bus. Tell us about that. Yeah, because when we we paid the toll booth to get into Sendai, we were actually on, on a little a little hill, mm-hmm. and then right and right as we crossed the toll booth, there was a huge tsunami warning. Holy! So we were actually in, we were in a safe spot. We were up on a hill, so we couldn't move. Plus the fact that the roads were all cracked, the highways were all cracked, so we couldn't even take the highways back home. We had oh, to wow. take side street back to Tokyo. It took like thirteen hours on side street, oh, wow. and none of it. And none of the stoplights were working because of no electricity. You know. Hey, Holmes, did so you I was stuck, did... On a, stuck on a bus? Stuck on a bus with 28 smuggy wrestlers for like 40 hours. Oh, so and, it wasn't and no bad. surfboard. Shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> What's an OC no boy supposed to man. do without a surfboard on a wave? Yeah, I know. And it was snowing outside, man. So it was like, well, you can stay inside the bus with 28 smelly dudes and go outside in the snow. You know, take your poison, you know? So, so you're talking about a bunch of uh, wrestlers stuck in a bus for 39 hours. Did you have food or water? Well, usually being wrestlers, we all we all have protein, you know. So we had a bunch of protein shakes stored up, and we had a bunch of protein bars and stuff like that. But I mean, after a while, stuff gets kind of old, you know what I'm saying? So you want some actually real food, you know? Right. So I mean, yeah, I mean, we we were starving, man. I mean, not no no toothbrush, no shower, no toilets, no nothing. I mean, it was it was we were rough in the wow, man, for wow. a good day and a half there, man. So did you have contact with the outside world? Because I know that like cell towers were down, internet was down. Uh, and tell us yeah, about that's that. Yeah, that's what was scary, man, because none of the cell phones were working, and, and so I, I knew my family was worried about me, and I couldn't get through to them. I know, and I wanted to let know that I was okay, but, um, I mean, it, I couldn't get through to nobody, man, so it, it, everything was down. And the actual, the, the building we were supposed to wrestle in that night, 
uh, was actually they turned it into a temporary morgue. That's where they were storing wow. the dead bodies, man. Wow. I mean, well, we were about twenty minutes away from there, man. It was it was pretty scary, man. Pretty heavy stuff. How long how long were you there after the uh, the first uh, episode of uh, quakes and stuff? Uh, how long were you? Oh, um, actually, the, the tour the tour had just started, man. So I had I had nine more days left of the uh, tour. So once we got back to Tokyo, I, I was there for Tokyo for eight days, and then there was like, I mean, when you when you have a nine point bro, you're 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 shell shocked, you know. So every little vibration, you're just on edge, you know. So uh, there was like two hundred and some aftershocks, and oh man, I just want to come home, man. Then hey, they're saying. You know the water's radioactive and stuff. Oh, man, I just let me get back to OC, man. Well, well, tell you what. Listen, hey, bro, bro, what, how were the people there? Tell, tell, tell our listeners what it felt like to be there. With, I mean, you knew you were going to be coming back. Well, uh, God willing, that you would be coming back. But people that live there, how was it? How was it? How do you feel that? Yeah, it was, it was just sad, bro. Just coming home, just seeing the devastation, taking that long ride back to Tokyo, just seeing the bridges that had collapsed, people's houses that were collapsed. And just uh, crack, you know, bridges that were down and roads that were down, and just it was just it was it was scary, man. It was just it was kind of really like a eerie feeling. You went to the stores, we tried to pull over to get food, and all the shelves were empty. It's kind of like like Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome, you know? Like it, right. it was really weird. I mean, you went to there's no water on the shelves, there's no food on the shelves, no electricity in the building. As we got close to Tokyo, things got more civilized. You were able to get food and stuff. But the first couple two three hours, we tried to stop and look for food and stuff in the stores and restaurants. Everybody was sold out of food. And it was just—it was scary, man. It was what, like, it was like, what man. A, what about the uh, the like the emergency people? Do you did you see like a like a mobilization happen really fast, or or was it lagging or anything like that? Were people, Amer- you know, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it, immediately it was, it, mobilized. We saw a lot of, we saw a lot, a lot of emergency crews, a lot of a lot of paramedics, a lot of ambulance, a lot of fire, you know, fire departments and stuff, obviously, and just. But the people of Japan, they're, they're so respectful, you know. I mean, there was not one in one case of looting, not one case of crime or, or, or any kind of stealing or anything like that. I mean, it was just very respectful, man. I mean, just lines, lines, just line, line out the building and around the block for, for for water and stuff. But you didn't see no one cutting or taking, you know what I'm saying, taking cuts or trying to beat somebody up over something, right. man. It was, people were really respectful, man. That's how well, the Japanese people are, you know. Well, Aaron, listen, we, we have to go now, but uh, we, and we really appreciate the fact that you came on and... and uh, yeah, and no told your story. Man. Thanks for having me. Anytime. Next time I come out, we're going to talk to Lucha Libre, man. All right, we'll do that. But listen, real quick, before I let you go, uh, you know, and uh, is there anything you want to say? I know you've toured so much in Japan. Is there any message you want to give to the people of Japan since you're on here? They listen to us uh, all over the world. Right. I just want to tell them, man, thanks for the support. And then the Japanese people, they're known for having a, a lot of passion and a lot of spirit. And that, that fighting, that fighting heart, that fighting spirit, you know. And I just want to tell them to keep it up. And, and, uh, and I'll be back there soon. Zodiac will be back there. And I hope uh, they'll be pumping me up. I'll be pumping them up, man. Just supporting each other. Awesome, awesome. Uh, they- All right, Zodiac. Props to you, Holmes. All right, thanks a lot, Zodiac. That was Zodiac right, on the All Japan Pro Wrestling, or Jesus on WWE, or the Hardcore Kid. Thanks a lot. All right, man. Thanks, guys. Wow, how about that, huh? I mean, it's you know, we 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 make light of it, you know, in order to just stay up and everything. But our hearts are still with the Japanese people that are still recovering from a terrible catastrophe, and we mm-hmm. hope that uh, you're real soon that you'll recover and that uh, everything goes. You aesthetic. know what? What I would like, you know, not I, my hopes to the same thing, you know, and prayers to everybody. But what I would like is for all of us in, in the world community to see, to really assess where we're at as far as energy and, and our, our dependency on energy. Cause 
as you can tell, you wait, know. Wait, wait, wait. No, but of course we need energy. You're talking about particular types of energy. Yes. Yeah, the particular <clears throat> types of energy. And because we all need energy. Mm-hmm. We need energy to move. Uh, we, we need, need energy to, to go online. We need energy for this and that. You know, I would, I would actually say, you know what? Start learning how to grow something and start passing on that knowledge to your children and your children's children because... We know that nuclear energy is uh, can be very volatile. Uh, you know no, that I think uh, it's the most natural stable. resources nuclear, like nuclear energy is one of the most stable types of energy there is, and it's actually one of the cleanest. But but types the of what is it called? But the the collateral damage that can occur on this is not it's not a, a small thing. No, it, to no, me, it doesn't right. appear to be worth it. Uh, when uh, uh, to me, I think what needs to happen is our, a less dependency, which seems so idealistic, but, but less dependency. What's the answer on, on energies? Uh, we, we have, we, no, we have. There no, is. I don't think there no, is an answer. I think what we need to do is prepare no, there's for when these energy. things happen. No, but there's dependency of energy. We need to turn on our lights. We need to drive our cars. We need to fly, run our refrigerators. We need to do everything. The dependency is there. You mean what type of energy? I I don't know. What's the answer? I, I solar. I, um, you, you know, know there's, um, it sounds right. I mean, solar sounds right to me. It doesn't appear to, you know, if your solar panel blows up, it's just going to spill water or something. I don't know. Uh, there, there's got to be other things. The thing is the feasibility because uh, uh, it takes more energy to produce solar panels that will produce energy. But it takes... A, the, it's what they call energy deficits. But it, Like if it costs more energy to build about. something... It's the same thing with oil. With nuclear power. It's the same thing with oil. With oil, we're, we're, we're piping it, we're pumping it, we're piping it. And but then, you, but and you, then to top it off, we're sending our our soldiers to other countries to fight for it. Let me tell you about. So let, what, let me tell you about cost? oil. Let me tell you about oil. At let what me, cost? Let me tell you about oil. Oh, it takes one cent for every hundred gallons of oil to produce. In other words, only one penny for every hundred gallons. So mm-hmm. it's very cheap. Yeah, to, to produce. For, but then there's the distribution of it, and then no, no, no. The that's the bottom. No, that's the bottom line. From from from. From producing to putting in your tank, it's like to move it from the ground into your tank, it takes one cent for like every 100 gallons. So the so, energy that it produces for it, it we're, at a, we're at a profit, whereas it takes more energy to make So how come it costs for something to put gas in my car? Because those people in the Middle East say it, it's going to. It's baloney. There, mm. is, there is more oil over there than, than, than ever we're going to go through. I don't care what they say. Well, have you heard of the, uh, oh, man, I forgot. Forget it. I forgot the term. Of what? Peak oil. We've reached peak oil. And, Where? And which is why, uh, worldwide. I which don't is, think so. Which is why, which is why uh, you're starting to see more activity in the Middle East. Uh, uh, because and why the 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 cost of gas will not go down because this, we it's going to start going less just like on water. No, World. you know what? Let me tell you something. <laughs> <laughs> and on Mad Max, you know, that's water why was I a say, flop. A, a I say learn how flop. to grow, learn how to cultivate, uh, give it to your children so that yeah, your but, children's but children will learn, I, and you will fare well when it all goes down. And 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 learn how to use it for hunting and stay away from the bad guys like Mad Max did. So what you're saying is to go back to the dark ages where we're hunting for food and, and we're growing and how are we going to run our vehicles and, and, our, and our electricity and everything. Uh, we don't need it. Uh, okay, I'd like to see you for a week. No, two weeks. Live without anything electricity, without r- driving your car, grow your food. I'd like to see you do it. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, listen, let's challenge no, my brother Jose, Angel listen. to do that. because My brother said, didn't hear me, you guys. I just said we don't need it. You just said we well, don't need it. Exactly. We, let's don't. See you go, we don't. Let me see you go without it for two weeks. Why? 
I to mean, prove why? It. I mean, prove your point. We we don't. I mean, right now the way things are. Do we need a Josie? I mean, I, I... I'm addicted to my laptop. I'm staying <laughs> out of this conversation. Okay. And I like it hot. It's the I, I it's like you know hot. what the, it's for the struggle for for you know owning it, being in power of it. Uh, it's all that that's causing here's the all deal. this chaos. Here, uh, if you're talking about Libya, here's the deal. Libya, you're almost right on Libya because. Um, <laughs> I'm almost close, right. but no cigar angel. <laughs> well, here's the Shucks. deal. Here's the deal. Here's what bugs me. I'm the Jose Dar. <laughs> I'm the Jose Gage. Here's what's here's what's going on in Libya. Um, the thing is, uh, for the U.S., we only we get less than two percent of our oil from Libya, so it's mm-hmm. not an issue for the U.S. Mm-hmm. But you notice, and this is what bugs me about the Obama administration: the French and the and the English and the the Europeans. They okay. get most of their but, oil from Libya. Mm-hmm. And but here's what bugs me. That's why the U.S. the U.S. comes out. First of all, it wasn't until today that the president comes out and had a, an official speech about what we're doing in Libya and why. And it was it was uh, I forgot the word he used. I'm trying to find a humanitarian cause. A humanitarian baloney, dude. And another. baloney. Here's the deal. Why don't you just? I have no problem. Listen here. I got, listen to me. I have no problem with us with with if we have to take military action to take it, but own it. Don't, don't first of all when he did it when it first went out there they were the, the rhetoric was oh we're only a secondary situation we're just supporting the Europeans we're not in charge but everyone that had press conferences were Americans were the American military mm-hmm. okay baloney we were not in charge I know. okay the ones who were given the strategic you know plans and everything like that were Americans okay right so and, it's, and it's our tomahawks own, and all that. Yeah, and the fact that it's just a humanitarian cause to support. He, the president says that we are there just just to protect the and innocent so, and civilians. And support our interests. That's the other thing he said. Two yeah, things. One yeah. of them was support our interests. I tell you what, if it was the Bush administration, they'd call him a despot, that, that he's just trying to uh, build his evil empire, that it's all about oil and this and this and that. You know what? But the Obama administration is getting a hall pass. He's getting a hall pass because, oh, it's a humanitarian. because he doesn't own BP. <laughs> the British own the BP. <laughs> the British own BP. Here's the deal, too. <laughs> That's a good point. But the British, here's the deal. That Here's the deal. The kind of firepower that they're using is, okay, I, I got to call it what it is. The kind of firepower that they're using, the way I look at it is not like they're just protecting. They're not putting out defensive mm-hmm. fire. They're not putting out cover fire. Like, mm-hmm. I'll cover you, run across the bridge. They are demolishing. And what I'm thinking they're trying to do is to demolish his arms and his ability to defend himself so that the people can then take over. They are trying to do that. So that's so. What they're really trying to do is change the regime. Don't say you're just trying to protect the people. I know. Call it what it is, dude. At least President Bush, they hated him because he was like the axis of evil. If you're not with us, you're against us. At least he said what he meant, and he meant what he said. At least he called it what it was. You know Call what? Call a spade a spade. It's, it's all the same. No pun intended, folks, because it, it's a black president. Mm-hmm. Don't go telling me I'm, a, you know. It's all. It's all. It's all the same. Callate. All of them. All of them. I. <laughs> You know, they, it's all the same. It's just a different, you know, leader. It's you same know, shit, different day. It's the same shit, different day. And you can continue to say, well, President Obama is getting the hall pass, and George Bush. Did you know it. what? And wait a second, no, hold up. It's it's it, they're they're all the same. 
No, here's they're the all the same. I'm not and, saying I'm not saying and, that they're and, not the same. Jose, I'm saying hold up, a, hold up, Jose, hold up. You're not hearing. And this 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 whole thing that's happening in the Middle East, it's been going on and it's been being perpetuated for a while and behind the scenes. Okay, it's something that's this up evil that's happening and all these people that are trying to take down all these tyrants. Which yeah, yeah. I'm not saying they're not tyrants and they shouldn't be taken down. Trust me, they they must have had some kind of help. And it, and uh, and that's exactly not what, what I'm saying. Said. What I'm saying is that the press is giving them all a hall pass. If what I'm saying is they're doing the politicians are doing what they're doing. I don't the care. The people are doing what they're doing. I don't care. The, if they're giving the, them the a politicians hall pass are doing what they're doing. But the media is like, oh, the, this is what I heard. You want to hear what I heard? On the, you, on the, this is an actual quote mm-hmm. from a pundit. Okay, mm-hmm. when uh, a, an anchor and I, well, who will remain unnamed, an anchor asked him, well, what is this? What is this? What is this going to say? What is it? What are the people going to say about Obama? You know, who won the Nobel Peace Prize? Who who's going into Libya? That pundit says, "Well, you got to understand. This is exactly what he said. President Obama didn't want to be there. He was practically dragged into this. He tried to avoid it. He was practically dragged. Yeah, but if it was a Bush administration or a Republican, they'd be like, oh, they're so trigger happy. It's the media that bothers me. And the, and the administration just got to call it what it is. And the media is just like, oh, Obama can do no wrong. I, I say this because I work in the media and it bugs me. It's called media malpractice. <laughs> Jose, Jose. Uh, I think it's I think it's a, go- a good idea to be a little upset about what's happening, but you're upset at the wrong things. I'm I'm upset at no, the hold media. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I should know. I work it's, in the media. It's what it's what the Toltec uh, philosophy calls the the mitote, the smoky mirror. We're so caught up uh, in 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 what's everything. What's a mitote? The, it sounds like a it sounds like a corn. It's yeah. It does sound something like that. It's what it what it, what's covering us. What our eyes of what's really happening and when we are protecting one president against another that's that's not we're, we're not looking at the real issue here and, and the real issue is that there's war and there doesn't need to be any and on that note we got to go on a musical break but we'll be right back and when we come back ladies and gentlemen we are going to have highlights to the autism speaks los angeles car show that we just attended last sunday and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was firme. And check it out. We're going to be right back. Listen to The Blue Agave.
that was one of our I was gonna say proprietary, but it's not. But one of our peeps, uh, the Blue Agave, they kick ass. They were one of our uh, very first uh, broadcast. Sh- it was actually our second broadcast. Our second broadcast our, at the other station. At that other station, you know that station. You know yeah. the one, the, the one, one that gives you, you know, diarrhea. <laughs> the one that when you listen to it, you want to just kick someone, <laughs> even if it's your little two-year-old son. You go. Chingo. <laughs> you know that one station where that, you know, when you look at the people on there, you go, who are those ugly people? <laughs> you know that other station that has repetitive, repetitive, boring, monotonous stuff going on? Uh-huh. That station. The the one station that has one show. Yeah. yeah. And, the one that announces. says that has a lot of shows, but they only have one. They announce <laughs> like eight shows, but there's only one show that goes on when they feel like it. <laughs> and we got a secret for the, the people who host that show sometimes are in their chonies in bed. I <laughs> swear true. to God, they're doing it in bed. In bed, that's so true. Anyway, but we're back. That was the Blue Agave. <laughs> and you know what? My brother and I, Angel, were, we had the honor, the distinct honor, and um, and uh, and pride to be part of the Autism Speaks Los Angeles car show event in Charter Oak High School in Covina. What an awesome event for, uh, you know, to promote the awareness and, and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, on a personal note, I was so happy to see a lot of old friends that showed up and and to make new friends. I really dig you guys, and we both really dig you guys. Please keep listening. little background on this is that, you know, Sammy Reese, if you were listening to us the past month, he is uh, um, the ambassador to Autism Speaks Los Angeles, and the man has a good heart. What what He organized this. And the reason why, the, it, the impetus for it was the fact that his friend had a son named Emiliano. Has a son. Has a son, Emiliano, who is afflicted, or afflicted, affected, or on the, forgive me if I'm, I'm using the wrong uh, vernacular, but he's on the spectrum. He's on the spectrum of, uh, of uh, autism. And Emiliano, um, uh, his mom, uh, and, and Sammy are friends. And Sammy said, you know what, we need to do something to, to bring awareness to, to autism. And he has been... Uh, the champion for the for the cause uh-huh. ever since then, and um, and he's awesome. So we yeah, want to give him props. Yeah, props to Sammy, and uh, he's a cool cat. It was Sammy Reese and Pam uh, Eisenberg Eisenberg from Autism Speaks LA. And and you know what? We're gonna uh, listen to some highlights of what happened, and uh, we'll be right back. They may have shared the womb, but they don't share opinions. Yeah, that's so true. We don't share opinions. Welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. And we are so honored to be part of this car show today, the Autism Speaks Los Angeles car show benefit. This is firme, man. <laughs> I'm digging and I feel like I'm in high school otra vez. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I, I have to get it. Too bad you don't look like it, brother. Uh, no. <laughs> Anyways, I, hey, I don't have pimples anymore. <laughs> At least you can't. Well, I you never can ha- see them. I never had pimples, bro. Well, I had one. Uh, I had one like last week, and that uh, was it. Oh, too much chocolate. Okay. Anyways, we're really happy to be here. You know, it's really cool because there's some really hey, I want to bomb ass bombs say out there. Thanks to Cholo DJ. Right. Th- thanks, Holmes, for letting us get on. Ese. Hey, Cholo DJ, thanks for letting us get on real quick. So, anyways, you know, you can catch Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on www.twintalk.com. Cast.com. We're also available on iTunes. Because we're iTwins, Orale. okay? <laughs> Just search us on iTunes on Twin Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. But more importantly, right now, sitting next to us 
is the are the organizers of this event, and we want to hear a loud applause for the two people next to us. We have Pam Eisenberg, who's the Autism Speaks event and walk director, and we also have Sammy Ruiz, yeah. the ambassador to Autism Sp- Speaks LA. Let's hear for them. Bravo. Well, welcome, Sammy. Welcome, Pam. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much. Let's see if we can hear you guys, because I didn't turn you up. Go ahead. Let's do it again. Welcome, Sammy. Hey, welcome, Jose. I Angel. promise I'll get you up somehow. <laughs> yeah, I'm up. There you go. <laughs> Since 6 o'clock in the morning, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, you know what? This is so cool. It's a great organization. I mean, it's a great event. Uh, yes. I, I was over there look, talking to some people from different... There's different resources and stuff going on here. There's... Autism in Long Beach, Autism Youth Sports League. Right. Tell us who's involved here today. Well, involved is um, from, the, from our autism community. Is, you know, autism Speaks from Southern California. And then um, we have Autism uh, Sports Leagues for youth. And that goes from, you know, uh, baseball, soccer, uh, basketball, different events. And then uh, we have one organization out of um, Long Beach. Uh. It's okay, little, go ahead, go ahead. Feedback? Okay. It's all right. Because it, see, we brought all this stuff out at Theo Luis's garage. So <laughs> I'm not sure which one works or not. Yeah. Sometimes it, we don't know what the works. The cables came from the swap meet. He picked it up out a year ago or something. Yeah, but anyway, Rosie uh-huh. swap meet down the street. But go ahead, tell to us about yeah, it. Yeah, and then we have, um, what is it, Sensi? Is it Sensi it's called? Sensi, yes. Sensi Warmers are here um, representing Autism Speaks. We actually have a warmer. uh, What what is that? It's a uh, wickless candle. And 100% of the proceeds are going to Autism Speaks. So we have that booth here today, too. Yeah. That's amazing. That's pretty cool. Let me tell you. um, uh, On top of that. Do you have a smokeless incense? No, wickless, wickless. Oh, wickless. wickless. Not smokeless, yeah. <laughs> I thought she said smokeless. Yeah. <laughs> There's also a bunch of cool bombs. The lowriders. Tell us about that. Well, we have um, we have cars from all over Southern California. Different. Uh, we have different car clubs here. Um, we want to say thanks to uh, Reden- Redemption Car Club. Right on, Redemption yeah. Car Club. We have um, Righteous Few that's out here supporting us. Mm-hmm. Um, New Creations, nice, and then Reality Car Club. Those awesome. are the four oh, car clubs that um, helped us organize this event and get the word out. And, and hey, uh, you know what? I got to give them all props, dude, because it was raining and look at—they're all shiny. <laughs> oh, they were out there. Wa- yeah, they were drying them up. Right on. Awesome. Thanks, a, thanks a lot, guys. Now let's now let's talk about your your organization. You know, um, Pam, can you tell us a little bit about Autism Speaks and uh, the fact that you're a walk director? You, you yes. handle the walk as well. Tell us about that. Um, Autism Speaks started in 2005, so this is our ninth event um, at the uh, Pasadena Rose Bowl. Wow. And uh, it is a big resource for bigger than this. There's about 130 uh, different uh, organ different. Hey. Booths, but um, it is a national advocacy for Autism Speaks for all our families that are dealing with autism. Wow. Um, what you know, Sammy, I think, and said in one of the podcasts, it's one out of 110. Wow, that's and amazing. That's one out of one, you know, one out of 70 boys. And every 20 minutes, a child is diagnosed with autism. Uh-huh. And so, you know, we want people to be aware of what's going on, know the signs. Um, sometimes it's more than taking that intuition of what's in your heart and knowing that there's something wrong with their sure. child and really finding the information. And that's why we're there. Awesome. And, how, and, you know, how does that 
I mean, does it manifest itself right away for children? Or is it something that's latent? Uh, um, I have a daughter that's, she's nine, and she has autism. And we found out at 26 months. But I, as personally, I always knew that there was something going on, something very sure. different about her. But my pediatrician said, oh, you know, just take it for what it is. And, you know, I wasn't going to take that anymore. Sure. And I just wanted to find out information. You know, I've done stories with, uh, um, with people, uh, families with autism, and they all said the same thing, that, you know, even though experts, so-called experts or whatever, or doctors told them, you know, don't worry about it. It was their gut feeling. Yes. You know, absolutely. It, it's that mother's intuition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Look, we all, it's, it's Nicholas, your son. My you? sons are here. Hi, Nicholas. That's <laughs> Christian. Awesome. And that's Christina. But anyway. Well, you know what? I think it's a great idea to, the way that, that uh, today, for example, the, the car the car show brings people together because, uh, you know, in just brings us together. Like, <laughs> you know, well spoken, brother. Yeah. I say? That's why I do the talking and you do your thing, bro. Okay, I'm doing it. And I'm doing it. So real quick, what's going on here today? And then uh, and then we'll let you guys get back because I know you guys are really busy. Okay. Well, what's going on today is that... Um, is it me? Is that me? I don't know, Miss Sammy. Talking to the Maybe. Line. There you go. What's going on today is that um, we have the car show. It's um, it's it's free to, for the public. And uh, any car can come in at any time right now. Uh-huh. It's $20 registration. Um, if you have a motorcycle, it's ten dollars. Awesome. So that's what's going on. There's food right on. here. There's um, different vendors, T-shirts, uh, sports items. I, I gotta say, thanks a lot for putting this together. This is a lot of fun. Sammy is well, great well, for not having a child on the spectrum and for doing what he's doing. Yes. That's really raising the awareness of everyone. Hey, they, so. he, hey, Sammy got the guy with the hot dogs that has the bacon on the it. The bacon wrapped hot dogs. Yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. All right. Well, that's one of my favorites. So I had to have that guy here. So. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks so much that, for being with us. Yes. Awesome so event. Much. Thanks for having us here. Thank All right, guys. Thanks for stopping by. Okay, guys. Love you guys. Okay, bye. Hug a twin today. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Tuesdays at 7 p.m. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. From Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you can catch us on www.twintalkcast.com. And you can catch us on iTunes because we're iTwins. We're iTwins. Just search on iTunes, uh, Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And you know what? We are so honored and pleased to be part of the Autism Speaks Los Angeles Chapter Car Show. Car Show. A lot of show. A low lot riders. Of, low riders. Hot dogs. Hainas. Hey, feed me. <laughs> I'm digging it. This is this is a good vibe. It reminds me when I was in high school. Some cool music, and it, and then it's a row of trophies for it's the. It's funny because when I was in high school, I didn't remember high school. <laughs> and now it's it's coming back. I'm having flashbacks. But the neat thing about this <laughs> joint is that people not only are there cars and, and and food and music, but there's also resources for people who are, are families who have children, and I just learned the term over and over that are within the spectrum. And uh, today, right now with us, we have uh, two people with the Autism Youth Sports League. We have Laura Mancini, the CEO, and Carol Zapata. Welcome. Welcome, Welcome to Thank you. Thank you. Anyway, so, so glad to have you guys here. What do you think of it so far? Awesome. Awesome. I think it's great. Now, we're doing it janky because we do it like from Theo Luis's garage. So can you talk into the mic? Yeah. Oh, sure. Sorry. There you go. That's fantastic. <laughs> now, Laura, Laura, tell us... Or, you're Carol, forgive me. That's Carol, right. tell us, what is the Autism Youth Sports League? We're um, an autistic uh, sports league that runs year-round for autistic kids on the spectrum. Um, and right now, we have just finished karate, and we're doing sign-ups for baseball. 
um, and then we'll be doing soccer, like football, uh, bowling, and we're just offering an outlet for our artistic kids um, who don't normally fit in in the mainstream sports leagues and um, are higher level than the uh, like the challenger league which is for a lower functioning so it's mm -hmm. in the middle sure so there now are sport leagues for the bottom the middle and our typical kids I so see, I see a, is that a, a baseball on your sweater the uh, autism youth sports league correct. logo with a baseball and the autism speaks uh, puzzle is it the autism speaks puzzle or the puzzle piece kind of represents autism in okay, general. Okay, in general. So that's interesting because, well, first of all, how many sports are involved in this Autism Youth Sports League? We have five right now. Which are, can you name them for us? We have bowling, karate, baseball, soccer, flag football. Uh, Hold on a second. There goes one of the Harleys. Hold on. <laughs> name those again, please. Bowling, soccer, baseball, karate, flag football. Now, uh, Laura, you were talking about, do, 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 do they sell 50-50 there? We will. Awesome. Cool. No. <laughs> of course, 50 50, man. 50 /50, the puck I'm grows there. bigger and bigger, from yeah. inning after inning. Awesome. So, uh, Laura, you were telling me a little bit earlier about how it got started. Tell, tell me how you, how you got started. Uh, this, uh, what we did started. was we came from baseball. We approached our local little league in San Dimas, actually, was very gracious to take on the division. We were chartered under challengers. When you say we, you, does that mean you have a child with autism? I have or? a seven-year-old son, and Anthony, who's affected. Mm -hmm. And the mainstream sports was not working for him mm -hmm. because he didn't fit in. The adapted sports did not work because he was a little higher. Mm -hmm. And that's more. The adapted sports are for all disabilities, physical. Gotcha. And our kids are just so close to typical. Gotcha. They okay. just needed their own mm -hmm. level to play in. So when you when. You, so when you decided to put this together, what was your first step? I sent out letters everywhere. There's one person that actually made me go and do this. I went to an event. I met Jay Johnstone, who I'd watched playing uh, yeah, baseball. Let's go, let's go Dodgers. I, there I, you met, go. I met him back in the day when he used to play. We used to go get our, our signing on our gloves and stuff. Right. <laughs> and I told Dodger him. Stadium. I, I talked to him, and I said, look, I said, I wish there was something for our kids, and I eventually hope we'll have a a little league of just autistic kids. He goes, well, what's wrong? Go do it. Right on. And I didn't think about it, you mm -hmm. know, and then I did it. I just started sending out letters asking people to embrace it. Nobody would. The typical little league, it's more about the all-stars. They gotcha. don't want to do it. This one gentleman, Tim Rowe from San Dimas Little League, completely embraced it, was not affected by autism. And who is he? He is the San Dimas Little League president. Okay, fantastic. And he was the only one out of the entire district that said, hey, you know what, we'll give you a chance. Uh -huh. We called it the A-League, even though there's no such thing as the A-League, uh -huh. but we did it. The kids got out, and then from there it generated into we wanted to do more sports. And with Little League, you had boundaries because you had to come within the city. Yes. And you're never going to find 200 or 50 kids right. you know, from one city affected. At right. least not right now. Mm -hmm. So we opened up all areas, so we can we will take everybody. That's fantastic. How, now, how many members do you have now? We went from about forty-seven to about eighty. Mm. Now, if so, awesome. for the people that are listening to this, how can they contact you? You can visit our website www.autismyouthsportsleague.org. Or you can call 626-251-3417. and we are doing our last 
baseball registrations this week. It's time for baseball registration. One more thing before we let you go, Carol. Anything you'd like to say before that we haven't asked uh, before we let you go? I just think this is a great organization. We have a lot of volunteers. We have volunteers from the high schools that come as junior coaches. And, um, you know, it's a one-on-one. Our kids come you know, looking down, no eye contact. Now they're high-fiving, uh-huh. eye contact. Yeah. You know, they come and shake my hand. It's great. It's awesome. Awesome. Dope, dope. Well, thanks so much for being with us tonight, today. And uh, good luck with that. Hopefully it continues. And awesome. we'll, we'll, we'll put a link on that on our, on our Facebook. Thank you. Awesome. Tired of that same old talk radio? Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Yeah, welcome to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. I'm Jose. And I'm Angel. We are no longer, today we're not at Theo Luis's garage. No, uh, we are at the car show for Autism Speaks LA, and it's bumping over here. It's dope. It is dope. Let me tell you, there's a lot of people. It's really cool. People showing up, hanging out in our booth, taking pictures, checking out all of the cool cars. And uh, the Cholo DJ spinning the firme rolas. In the background, the Cholo DJ. Uh Uh-huh. That's his his name, right? The Cholo DJ. Well, tell you you what, I just saw a cool cool, uh, bike crew just roll in, like... Like fifty bikes. Oh, uh, I know. I rumbling, heard them. rumbling through. I heard them. That was dope, man. It's really cool. And the smell of food just permeates. People laughing and singing and and just having a good time. We got a lot of people from BP here. We got Steve Crumley, Norma Castro, Irma Castro, Edmund Robles. It was great Sammy to see. Uh, it was great to see uh, Maria, so, Tina, Diana, Grace, Rosa. <laughs> Moza, Sizza, Mizza, Fawizza, Wizza. Anyway, the reason why this is happening here is because it is a benefit for Autism Speaks Los Angeles. And there's not only are there booths with food and music and all kinds of stuff, but there's also resources for people who are like, as they say, with children that are children that are on the spectrum. Uh-huh. And right now with us we have from Autism in Long Beach, Jane Tipton. Welcome, Jane. Hi, Jane. Hi, how are you guys doing? Fantastic. So much. Thanks so much for being here with us. We really appreciate it. Now, tell us, what is Autism in Long Beach? What is that organization? I started Autism in Long Beach so families in our city can get together, get to know each other, and find resources. And so basically what we do is we provide resources for, for our families. We have a booth downtown at Farmer's Market where we have library books that I check out to parents, and then they bring them back the next Friday. Everything that we do for our family is free. Library books. Right. Library books for kids on the spectrum, family members on the spectrum. Books that are hard to find at our bookstore, such as Look at Me in the Eye by John Elder Robinson. Oh, I see what you're talking about. Books that that, that are... uh that would benefit uh, families in the spectrum now. Correct. Is there not, I mean, why did you start this organization? Are there not organizations? I mean, does the cities and governments, do they not have this? No, everything is getting cut right now. A lot of Harbor Regional is getting cut. A lot of our um, Medi-Cal and everything is getting cut. And the reason I started it is because I'm basically a liaison between nonprofit organizations and our families, such as um, why I'm here, one of our families, um, Marisol Romaine, her daughter uh, is low functioning, her daughter Courtney, and she's 
re, uh, walking for Autism Speaks. Wow, that's great. And so everything at my booth you know, that I'm selling, um, 100% goes to Team Courtney, who in turn turns that in and gives it to Autism Speaks. Okay, um, this is a really important cause, and my brother's holding a gerbil. Right? <laughs> Here's, it, what, it, what is it, Mia? Guinea pig. It's a guinea pig. And what's your name? Clarissa. What's the guinea pig's name? Lewis. Why are you bringing Lewis? Ah, Theo Lewis's garage. Oh my God! <laughs> we broadcast out of Theo Lewis's garage. Our, usually, our show is broadcasted out of Theo Lewis's garage, but now Theo Lewis is on my shoulder because he's Theo Lewis, the hamster, right? Why'd you bring him here? Well, I was like, well, I asked my mom because <laughs> I don't know why. I just <laughs> felt like it. <laughs> well, Theo, I mean, little Lewis is, is is a handsome little. What is he? Rodent? I'm going to take a picture of uh, my brother and then we're going to get back to our important interview. Hold on, hold on. Lewis wants to talk. <laughs> okay, so back to Jane. So, uh, let's talk about that. The resources are being cut and what have you. So, specifically, you are uh, you serve as a liaison for not just what you mentioned library books, but but what do, what do you take part in? Well, um, basically, I, I help the families. I help the families find the organizations that they need. Uh, if they... If they want to know how to walk, I send them to um, Autism Speaks. If they need to know what kind of doctors do they need and they uh, do the Dan diet or they do the, the GFCF diet, then I send them to Taka or those companies. If they want to know wow. how to meet other families, I send them to the Ot Spot. Do you find your, do I you think that's really awesome. You know, one of the things that uh, <clears throat> that I learned about the spectrum is that the diet is a, it makes a real impact on... on uh, can make a real impact uh, on a person that's affected with the spectrum. Is that is that correct? You know, uh, my son's not on the diet, and the reason he's not on the diet is because, first of all, it's hard to get him to even eat anything, and to um, I personally don't do the diet, but okay. that doesn't mean that I don't help families that do do the diet. So we have to go now, but uh, what is it ultimately that you'd like, that we haven't asked, that you'd like to tell uh, the, our listeners? I'd like your listeners to know if they want to know where to go, if they want to know um, who they could talk to, if they want to just have a someone that they could sit down and relate what's going on with their son. I'm at Farmer's Market, downtown Long Beach, between 3rd and 4th at the Promenade every Friday, unless it's raining. Long Beach is a hip city. I love it. Dig it over there. Oh, I do have to tell you, too, LB Skate has really been backing us up. They made us these light of the blue shirts that I gave you guys. LB Skate? LB Skate in Long Beach has really stepped up and helped our autism community, and they deserve a lot of respect. Okay. Well, there you have it. Props props to LB Skate. Thank you so much for being on our show. Thank Thank you, Jane. Tuesday is Twins Day. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Yeah, this is Jose from Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And I'm Jose. Are you are you Jose really? No. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm Angel. You're having a little too much for your, too much what fun here, fuck? bro. What's in that coffee cup you're drinking, bro? Uh, dude, it's it's uh, let me tell you, that coffee cup is cold. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna it's say. It's a cold drink. <laughs> well, here we are again at the uh, Autism Speaks car show, and let me tell you, it's been awesome. Cars, women, Food, music, women, music, and women, and music. What you say? Cholas, cholas, and cholas. <laughs> oh, and then they had some cars too, but then there was some cholas. And then after that, there was food and some more cholas. And we, we have go. with us right now the go. cholo DJ himself, the MC of the whole event, playing the music, MCing the Ho- show. Hey, hold up, bro. The 
Cholo DJ has been spinning the firme rolas all day long. Yeah, it is. Nothing but Cholo music, brother. All these uh, old school and funk. Let me t- there we go. You've been doing a great job. Let me tell you. Great job. Appreciate uh, Good job uh, emceeing. You obviously have a, uh, you're a pro. You've done this before. You quite want, a few times. Quite a few times. A lot of car shows. Are you under the uh, Witness Protection Program, or do you want to give us your name? Uh, no, I, I'm not under the Witness Protection Program. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, my name is Mike. You can call me. Uh, you can call me Mike. Call me anything you want. Just don't call me Collect. Don't call me late for dinner, and I'm good to go, brother. And I'm good to Ch- go. Check this out, Mike. Um, um, what do you think of this event, man? This is a good event, man. It was a fundraiser for autism, and uh, there was one special kid here who was actually the MC because it was his show. It was name awesome. was uh, Emiliano. Awesome. And Emiliano. it's just one of the type of uh, fundraisers that lowrider clubs do throughout the year. A lot of people have a uh, a negative perspective on what lowrider clubs do. They have no idea what goes on. They just drive by and see the cars. But all these fundraisers, man, all these car shows that go on throughout the year, it's either a Toys for Tots, it's a fundraiser for a high school football team or baseball team. Today it was autism nice and there's always always a cause brother it's always a cause hey he said drive by but it wasn't one of those guys <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you guys something hey the cholo dj has been spinning the rolas all day long he's also been emceeing and uh, uh just kind of making the all day kind of setting the, the mood and the trend the, the this vato is cool yeah, he's all right. Let me tell you, he's my friend. He's your friend. He's everyone's friend. Yeah, the everybody Cholo needs DJ. a Cholo DJ friend, brother. Everybody <laughs> needs a Cholo DJ friend. You never know when you're going to need a DJ for your birthday, your wedding, your divorce, whatever it is. Let me tell you, I mean? that's a niche. That's marketing. That's fantastic. But you know what? I you never know where you're going to need a DJ, but every time you need a DJ, you need the Cholo DJ. <laughs> that's it. That's it. It's got it, brother. A lot so of what, Cholo music. Well, yeah, when did you think of that name? Tell me about the Cholo DJ. Was it? You know what, brother? I've been doing car shows for about 10, 11 years, and uh, it's just one of those things where you're, when you're not afraid of the microphone, and, and, you know, when I first started learning how to do car shows and promoting vendors, um, you know, wax companies and stuff like that, promoting all the vendors, I would say jokes as far as, you know, come and see what makes a cholo car shine uh-huh. or, you know, playing cholo music all day long, stuff like that. <laughs> so the people actually started calling me the cholo DJ. Awesome. Uh, and I just ran with it and it stuck with me for about, uh, I've had it for about 11 years now. So I can be at the mall, at the market, at the restaurant. Wow, that's hey, great. aren't you the cholo DJ? Which, <laughs> you know, I mean, you did my sister's wedding or my so-and-so's, you know, car that's show. Great. <laughs> People so tell me, aren't you Brad Pitt? But it doesn't yeah. stick. It I stick. used to get that. <laughs> so you get Brad Pitt, ni que nada. This is puro vato right puro here. Puro cholo DJ. You know what? I mean, it's, it's it's obviously a great cause, and and when you see when you MC these kind of events, yeah. it's not just. The homies and their highness, right? No, it's a family event, brother. It's a family event. You saw the lowrider bikes. You saw all the kids walking around helping sell raffle tickets. All the little kids representing their father's clubs with their t-shirts right. and stuff like that. You know, my kids didn't come today because I was in Phoenix yesterday doing a show with the viejitos, and they're tired. They were tired <laughs> this morning. A four-year-old and a two-year-old. They love coming to the car shows. Nice. Yeah, you were in Phoenix doing a show. Yes. And now you're here. Yes. Don't you're- say that too loud because the speed limit might have been broken. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Holmes. I-, I know the sheriff didn't see. You over there, oh or no, you, or else no. you wouldn't have made <laughs> it here today, brother. That Maricopa so, County and nice. I got all kinds of warnings before I got away. Hey, don't even take your cholo DJ hats, man, because they don't like cholos in Phoenix, <laughs> you know. And it's funny because, uh, you know, even I go to Phoenix a lot or I go to Yuma a lot, and we do car shows in Yuma, uh-huh. and literally right across the tracks, you can see all the Minutemen lined up. 
yeah. And so if they turn around, they see another bunch of you know bunch of cholos right there having a car show, and we just all waving. Hey, Dude, no, get on? waving to Canada. Give them the finger and say, "Toma." <laughs> so hey, so what is a cholo? What is a cholo DJ? Is what's distinct about the cholo DJ versus all the other DJs? You know what, brother? What makes a DJ? What makes me is I'm not afraid of the microphone, man. I've been to a lot of car shows where the DJ doesn't say anything, but uh, you know, thank you for coming. You right. Know, it's a personality, man. It's a lot of you know. One of uh, the biggest fears across the nation is public speaking, and I yep. never had a problem with public speaking. Hey, you, know you I mean? guys, so, you guys, not only is he good on the mic, but he's spinning the rolas, and he's got a fucking table full of a lot of, old, a lot you have of old music. It. You have to drop the F-bomb all the time, brother. Yeah, okay. A lot of old music. <laughs> you know what? You know you've made it, man, because if I can sit here at a Cholo car show and talk smack about the Raiders and the people still like you, <laughs> hey, I think because I am a Raider hater, brother. I am a Raider that's, hater. That's they all know it. That's why they set up that Raider booth right in yeah. front of me. They know what they're doing, these fools, man. <laughs> but these vatos love you, Holmes. They, yeah, they, they love the, the rolas you're playing. Right? Yeah, they do. I thank, I thank the Lord for it. I was raised up on this music list, you know, with my mom and yeah. dad low riding. So, uh, I but you just know the way, I, the way I see it, though, the two people most popular at a party are the ones that bring the beer and the ones that play the music. And yeah, right? definitely, definitely. You know? Well, I didn't bring any. Are. I didn't bring any music, so <laughs> <laughs> hit me <Whoa>. up. <laughs> so hey, before we let you go, you want to yeah, yeah. want to plug yourself? What do you want to say? Uh, yeah, definitely. If anybody out there needs a DJ for whatever reason, man, it might be a community event, it might be a retirement dinner, birthday, wedding, divorce, whatever it is. You know, give me a call three two three five five seven twenty eight fifty four. Or you can uh, email me at lopezmichael68 at yahoo.com. And uh, just call me and, and uh, Cholo DJ will be there. The Cholo DJ, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Yeah, man, you hear all the people in the background, lots of fun. Oh, Clarissa and Luis the Hamster. <laughs> she was so cute. She she was hanging out there. So, you know what? It, it was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks to Jane and, 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 and Pam and Sam and Lori and... The Cholo DJ, he was bringing down the Rolas all day, and he was also... Uh, you know, giving us props too. You know what? It was a lot of fun. Next time, you guys, we, you know, when we post stuff that we're going to be there, come on down and check it out and have fun with us because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, man. and all of you who were there, please uh, put uh, post on our Facebook. To let us know, uh, you know, that you, you that you were there, and uh, tell other people how awesome our photo booth is because no one else has the Twin Talk with Jose and Angel Internet photo booth. And also remember to tell them that hey. They can tune in to www.twintalkcast.com and iTunes because we're iTunes. Just search for Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. And they, that, that'll be it. But we'll be right back with my brother's chill lounge. Stay tuned. Tuesday is Twednesday. Listen to Twin Talk with Jose and Angel at 7 p.m. Kick back and listen.
just flow like a river. Sometimes we go back and forth undecisively on how to handle a situation out of fear. Or we fret and complain at the mere sight of an obstacle or at things that are out of our control. We fear that somehow, without our two cents, the outcome will be catastrophic in our lives. To approach any situation with that posture simply shows our lack of faith in the divine order of things and of ourselves. We cut ourselves short of reaching our fullest potential, thus ceasing whom we're meant to be. Consider this. Flow like a river. By yielding to the laws of physics, like gravity and weight, the river flows freely. As it comes upon a rock or bend, the river doesn't stop and complain, or it ceases from being a river and becomes a pond. It simply flows like a river, over, under, around the rock or bend, and as it flows like a river, in time it shapes that rock or bend. So, let it go and just flow like a river. Chill. One love. Yeah, and that's Angel's Chill Lounge. And that's another edition of Twin Talk with Jose and Angel. Thanks so much for being with us today. Hey, hey, listen, we had a lot of fun with you guys. It's It was awesome to meet so many of you. And uh, let's keep being in touch on Facebook, Twin Talk Show, and uh, Twitter, Twin Talk Show. And uh, tell all your friends. Don't forget to check us out on iTunes. Did you say that? No, I didn't. I didn't say iTunes. Twin Talk with Jose and Angel on iTunes. We'll catch you next time. Shoo.